What happens to women in midlife is we've got all of this craziness going, you know, around us and we don't take the time to actually do those stress management techniques that we need to do. We don't take the time for ourselves. We don't take the time to go to bed on time. Um, and so what happens is our sleep gets totally thrown off, which then throws off everything else. Hello, and welcome to the Three Uniques podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Rigney. I'm a life and leadership coach, ready to help you unleash your uniqueness, align to your purpose, and take massive action towards your goals. I'm a single mom and a purpose-led believer. My mission is to maximize human potential, and I do this through my one-to-one -one group and retreat coaching experiences. Learn more about my upcoming retreats and group masterminds by checking out 3uniquescoaching.com. Now, our guest on the 3 Uniques podcast. Hey folks, it's Brenda back again with another episode of the 3 Uniques podcast. Today I have on Rebecca Vigalius. Hi, Rebecca. How are you doing today? Hi, Brenda. I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. Rebecca's joining us um, from British Columbia. We're both um, based in British Columbia and we're just talking about the snow that we're getting. So probably by the time the podcast comes out, the daffodils will be fully open, which will be a good thing. Oh, please let it happen sooner than later. It's literally flakes coming down outside my window right now. And yeah. yeah. Not good. Not good. Um, so Rebecca is a sleep and stress management coach, which I'm really excited about because I've been bringing on people recently onto the podcast um, to talk about women in midlife. And I'm really excited for us to dive into this topic today, Rebecca. Yeah, me too. This is, uh, oh, this is, this is something that I'm so excited about bringing to the world and everything that I know about this. I know there's so many, you know, women in particular who can benefit from learning more about how and why we sleep um, and stress management that I just think it's such an important topic that touches every part of our lives. So why or how did you get into the whole field of um, sleep and stress management? Yeah, it, uh, it's been a windy road to get here. So <laughs> I'll try and keep it short. But I mean, basically, I've got a 20 year corporate career behind me, you know, from TV news producer to working in public relations um, to, you know, about five years ago, I got laid off, became an entrepreneur, started my own company doing uh, copywriting and message coaching. And kind of over that time, I would say over the last, I don't know, six, seven years, I've been learning a lot about um, stress and the effects of stress. I started looking into it when um, you know, I knew that my mom was going through some health issues and just kind of out of personal interest. Right. And so as I started diving into stress, um, and kind of investigating how it presents physically, that kind of thing, I started noticing kind of my own symptoms, things uh -huh. that were going on for me. So mood changes, some weight gain, like lack of energy. Um, and I kind of put two and two together and went, holy crap, this is stress related, and so then I dove in even further and started to understand how important sleep is in relation to our stress management. And so that's when um, it was actually just like this beautiful, perfect moment where I was doing some copywriting work for a client of mine who um, is actually precision nutrition, um, I can say. And so they have um, a lot of material related to stress management mm -hmm. and sleep and I was reading this article one day and realized, holy crap, that's me. 
I have what they've uh, coined stress bod. And so <laughs> I came to, which is all kinds of like, it's not just related to, you know, our body shape, right. it's related to everything going on inside of us from that, you know, brain fog that we get um, throughout the day, like not being able to concentrate, not being able to focus. Um, like I said before, kind of moodiness and lack of creativity, almost things as well, where you're like procrastinating when you know you should be doing things um, that you want to be doing, say in your business or in your work or life, whatever. And so as I started learning more about this, I also started learning, oh my gosh, there's something I can do to help myself, which is <laughs> I'm a bit of an overachiever. I can become certified in sleep, stress management and recovery and maybe help people with that too. And so that's what I did. I took a certification and um, I started helping people around me, but I used it for myself first and foremost. Um, and so that's that's how it came to be that I am, yeah, able to help people with both sleep and stress management because they're so interconnected right. and sleep really is what, what, you know, is called the recovery rock star, right? Like I'm hearing that a lot. Thing. Yeah. I'm hearing like, you know, these superstar entrepreneurs, it's like, what's their secret to success? And you think it's like some amazing, like strategic tool, or they had this winning team or, you know, right people, right time, all that sort of stuff. And a lot of them have come forward and said, it's my sleep. Uh, you know, sleep is like sort of now new, like the new entrepreneurial secret to success. Um, so what are some of the benefits? Like, I mean, I know when I get a good night's sleep or I'm also, I've fully confessed, like having naps sometimes midday where I'm just, <laughs> I'm tired and I'll just like put my head down for 20 minutes and it feels so good. But what are, you know, what are some of those, I guess, clinical or, you know, through research and stuff like that, that we've seen are the benefits of sleep? Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing in our physiology that isn't improved by getting quality sleep, enough quality sleep mm -hmm. and enough is different for everyone. They say on average, you know, for an adult seven to nine hours, if okay. you're getting closer to seven and you feel awesome, then you're good to go. If you need closer to nine to feel great fantastic. Um, but in terms of the benefits of sleep, I mean, it, it really, like I said, the things that I was struggling with are the things that it is good for. So everything from your brain health, mm -hmm. meaning like, so that's why we hear entrepreneurs talking about this, right? It's like, if you're getting a good night's sleep, um, you know, quality sleep, you're getting that, that deep sleep. That's where the recovery and, and replenishment happens you're helping yourself with focus, creativity, mood improvement, um, you know, everything from appetite regulation, uh, you know, energy when it comes to your exercise and, and impulse control. Um, and then of course there's, you know, you hear people talk about, well, what are the detrimental effects of not getting enough sleep? Well, it's, it ranges everything. You know, we, we know from, from research that it can affect everything from your cardiovascular health mm. to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, your ability to build muscle, your brain health, everything. It, it really truly runs the gamut across your physical and mental and emotional um, health. And is there anything, thanks for, you know, the, the showing the, like the pros and, and the reasons why we should do it. Anything that's specific for women midlife that we should be aware of when it comes to sleep and our, Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, as women, you know, as we get older, our sleep changes, mm -hmm. um, you know, everything from hormone health to lifestyle changes, you know, um, if you've got 
kids leaving, you've got job changes, you've all that kind of stuff, right, will affect our sleep. And so in midlife, you know, the women who I work with are typically around, you know, that age. So they're kind of anywhere from, you know, late, late thirties, if you will, to like early fifties. Right. And so for women in midlife, um, you know, one of the things that happens and I think why this is so many of my clients I'm finding are in this category, um, of, of women at this age is that we're coming, we're in this period of life where our minds are so super active. We have trouble turning off our to-do lists at night. You know, mm. the next day you've got 20 things on your list that you didn't get done today, whether it's kids, work, aging parents, pets, partners, your business, your right. your job <laughs> as a vice president or director or whatever is going on, right? And so what happens is our bodies react to these stressors that basically in the same way that they would, we've heard, you know, conversation about fight flight, um, you know, having, you know, it's kind of your body reacts the same way it would as if a lion was chasing you. Um, if you're sitting there laying in bed, worried about that presentation you have to give the next day or whatever. Right. So what happens to women in midlife is we've got all of this craziness going around, going, you know, around us and we don't take the time to actually do those stress management techniques that we need to do we don't take the time for ourselves we don't take the time to go to bed on time Um, and so what happens is our sleep gets totally thrown off which then throws off everything else yeah I usually find for myself when I'm waking up I'm pretty good about like going to sleep at like the same time, you know, every night, unless like we're out or something like that, or maybe, you know, I'm in a different country or something. And so then my time zone is out of whack. Um, But normally I'm pretty good about sort of going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time. Uh, I'm not usually a person that hits the snooze button like four or five times, but sometimes there's always going to be like those odd Sundays where I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is the day where I'm just going to totally be uh, slower at getting up. But for me, what I've noticed is like that 3 a.m. wake up where something, you know, dislodges my sleep. I don't know, like our dogs, you know, sleeps with us. So it's like, you know, maybe she moves around in the bed, wakes me up or it's too hot or something like that. And then I'm awake. And then it feels like that to-do list that you were talking about with those 20 things, like I'm in the middle of the to-do list. And it's just like, for me, like the visual almost is like, I'm just like spiraling in this vortex of like, okay, well, maybe I could take on one thing right now. Like, what am I thinking? It's 3 a.m. Like, I don't even like, what if I to pull out my laptop and start working? Sometimes though, I'm like, well, maybe I just need to work through something and then it'll be good. And then I can go back to sleep. But I find that then I just, it, it becomes a chain reaction. It's like, okay, well, I just did this one. Now there's another one. Now there's another one. So that doesn't work for me anymore. Um, So this interruption of sleep is what really gets me because then it's like, I can't go back to it. So when you talk, like when you start working with your clients, and I know this is kind of like a little free masterclass that we're getting here, but when you start working with your clients and they're struggling with sleep, like they just like, you know, like the routine that they had in their twenties and thirties isn't working anymore. And they've got all these conflicting things that we just talked about coming at them. What's like one or two things that you do like to sort of like start getting into the like realm of possibility that you can get back into getting good sleep again? Yeah. So the first thing that I work on with every client is a really understanding their expectations and Mm -hmm. beliefs around sleep. Okay. It's a really important thing that a lot of people don't realize is that, um, you know, your mindset around sleep influences your perception of your own sleep. Mm, Mindset around sleep. 
Yeah. I, like, yeah. I mean, I, I just like, I just sort of, I mean, maybe when I was younger, it was just sort of like, oh, it was like kind of a necessary evil. Like sometimes in my twenties, it's like, oh, do we have to go? Do we have to leave the bar now? Like, <laughs> do we have to go to sleep? <laughs> right. Now I'm almost, now my mindset is almost resentful. Like if I don't get to sleep on time or there's like too much stuff to do around the house, like clean up after the kids, I'm like resentful of like, this is burning into my sleep time. Cause I know I'm going to wake up at 3am or something. And so it's like, I need to get as much in as possible before I wake up again. Anyways, I'll let you continue. No, well, that, I mean, that, that was actually a perfect kind of segue, not even segue, but, you know, just so aligned with, with what's going on, because we often have these beliefs around sleep. Like if I don't get to bed at Mm -hmm. X time, I'm going to be screwed for tomorrow. If I, right. If I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and I'm laying there and I'm uh, watching the clock, which side note, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, it makes it worse. It actually does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and, you know, got to get up and go pee and I come back and lay down in bed and I'm awake, you know, even if it's for five minutes, then I'm, you know, thinking about what's going to happen if I stay awake for what if I don't fall back asleep for another hour, like mm-hmm. all of these thoughts start swirling. Mm-hmm. This is your beliefs around sleep. This is your expectations for yourself, your perception of what's going to happen. So one of the first things I do when I'm working with clients is get an understanding of where they're at with that, because it makes a huge difference for your ability to fall back asleep in the middle of the night when you do wake up, um, you know, or, you know, help get your, your, you know, your cortisol levels kind of balanced out before you're going to bed, kind of regulate your nervous system. Those types of things are so, so important before you put your head down and hope to go to sleep that night. Right. And by the way, you will sleep. Everybody sleeps. Mm -hmm. The whole idea of I can't sleep is, it doesn't exist. You are going to sleep. It's just that sometimes we have difficulty sleeping. So even that right there, kind of understanding that you are going to sleep and yes, you may get a little bit less sleep than you want to. If you may not necessarily get the deep sleep that you need to wake up fully recovered and replenished, but knowing that that is okay right? So unless you're suffering with say like a chronic insomnia type situation, just oh. kind of having that understanding that it's going to be okay. You're maybe a little bit tired the next day, but maybe there's something you can do to modify your day right? and it'll be okay. So yeah, beliefs and expectations and perception around your own sleep are huge. Mindset around sleep is so critically important to the yeah. process of being able to have a good sleep. That to me is just like right away, like a like a game changer. Cause, uh, I've never thought about my mindset around sleep and sometimes I can just be really negative about it. And then that's my belief. And then, like you said, it just creates actions where it's just like, yep, here I am. And you know, then the 3am, you know, when I wake up at 3am, it's like, yep, told you so. So it just like reinforces that belief system. So that's actually a really good step for me. And there's probably some other person that's listening right now that's going, yeah, I got to take note of that. Okay. That's cool. All right. I want to make sure that we also have time to, this has been fabulous. And I want to dive into a little bit more about sleep, but let's take a little pause there for a second and shift gears and talk about what makes you unique. Cause that's what I bring all of my guests on. I want to hear about what makes you unique and how you're using those three uniques in your life. Hi friends. It's Brenda here. I hope you're enjoying our podcast guest today on the three uniques podcast. I wanted to interrupt the interview for a couple seconds to let you know about aligned AF. 
Aligned AF is my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs up to big goals in their life, ready to step into their three uniques, and fully aligning their life to their purpose. Imagine yourself living an intentional, values-driven life that aligns all domains, professional, personal, health, wealth, and community impact. You're generating a six-figure and a multi-six-figure business within your first year. You're learning to love every failure and approaching new goals with possibility, energy, and love. You're unlocking your potential and overcoming your limiting beliefs in a short period of time. And you're shifting yourself from looking ahead to looking within to consider your choices, your values, and most of all, your purpose. You're identifying barriers, examining their origins, and recognizing and celebrating the range of unique skills and experiences you possess to propel you forward. You're building healthy relationships and routines, setting boundaries around the things, people, ideas that drain you without feeling guilty. If you're interested in learning more about Aligned AF, my 12-month coaching experience for leaders and entrepreneurs, check out 3uniques.com for more details on the Aligned AF coaching experience or other coaching experiences and working with me. Take care, everyone. And now back to our guest. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was such a fun exercise to go through, by the way. So thank you for what you do with this. So um, my first, <laughs> my first unique is knowing which rules need to be shifted and which rules serve. Oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, this shows up in my client work. I think quite often when I help people really understand their current beliefs about mm-hmm. sleep and stress and stress management, um, you know, including what they think they need to be doing to help themselves. Um, there's a really a uh, great quote um, by Brenna Magnuson. It says, people pass through my life when they need to reassess the rules imposed on them. And I really like to kind of embody that quote and believe that that's, you know, one of my uniques. Um, you know, and I think this also relates to this idea of balance um, that I talk about in my work. And this is not that, you know, elusive work-life balance, but really energy balance and balance within yourself. So right. Knowing that you don't have to follow other people's rules to achieve that balance, I think is really important. Um, and so that's something that I bring to my client work kind of on the regular and, and something that I think makes me pretty darn unique. Um, Very cool. Okay. So just repeat, yeah. uh, repeat how you phrased it again, because I don't want to paraphrase it. I want to capture it because it's a really original one. Because sometimes people say, and not knock other people that have been on my call, but they'll say, uh, you know, they're creative, but like you really like, okay, so just say it one more time. <laughs> All right. Knowing which rules need to be shifted and which rules serve. Oh, so brilliant. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So my second one, I think, is holding space for others to find their direction, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, helping them kind of connect with, you know, their their true desires, but really like what they want to, you know, what would make life kind of easy and fulfilling feel, you know, for them. And so, um, you know, I think, too, part of that is helping people feel their emotions um, without judgment uh, which I think is really important. So, you know, I, I'm constantly getting feedback from my clients about, you know, my calming demeanor and the non-judgy way that I approach, 
um, you know, both sleep and stress management, because it can be something that you can really start to feel shame about if you are looking around you thinking that everyone else is doing it amazingly well, or that you're doing something wrong. And so, yeah, so I think holding space for others to find their direction um, in a non-judgmental way is another unique of mine. And then, um, you know, I think the third one would be my ability to kind of simplify the complex and help people take simple actions that create significant impact. So this is something that I've been doing my entire career, you know, first as a TV news producer, where I was basically, you know, given big topics that I had to bring and synthesize into 30 second sound bites, you know, for for the anchor to read and for like the masses of, you know, British Columbia and Canada to, to understand, right? The average viewer needs to understand these complex issues. So it was my job to kind of bring it down to the basic level to help people understand. Not to say that people aren't intelligent, it's just sometimes we need that simple explanation in order for it to resonate, right? and so then moving into PR, media relations, I did this as well, working, you know, in industries like forestry and the sustainable economy and that kind of stuff. It's like, what the heck is all this about? Well, I don't know. I just have a knack for kind of simplifying and and bringing the complex um, into a more kind of simplified uh, fashion. And so now working with the clients that I do on sleep and stress management, it's the same type of thing, right? Like you can go really into the weeds on this stuff. Sleep is complex when you really look at it. Um, but it doesn't have to be. And so I've done the work I've done the studying I've worked with clients. And so I know what works. Um, I know how it works. And so it's a matter of, you know, you don't have to read all the books. You don't have to take all the courses. You don't have to be certified in all this stuff. Right. I've done that. I've simplified it. And I help you take, this is the other part of it is like simple actions, simple daily practices that then build up skills that can help you feel better at your core. Which ultimately when people want to work with you around sleep and stress management, yeah. Like, do you want to spend time learning all about it or do you want to start changing your sleep and stress now? Like, I think like that's more the obvious, right? And, and you can intellectualize it if you want to, to make, to sort of justify why this is important to you, or do you just want to get a good night's sleep tonight? <laughs> that's exactly it. Right. Like that's what people yeah. come to me for. And yeah. they're, you know, they don't want to read all the books and, and no. listen to all the podcasts and yeah. well, you could do that afterwards. If you're you really can, interested, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You can nerd on out, nerd out on it just like right. I have. Um, but you don't have to because right. I've done that for you. Yeah. I love that. Um, but the other thing that's really interesting when I think about all your three together. And I don't know if you've seen this um, or realized this, but as you were talking and sharing with all of your three uniques, the fabulous thing, and this is for the listener, is um, Rebecca, you've been able to demonstrate that these three uniques have been showing up in other areas of your life. Like this is like a pattern, right? This is like what makes you unique. It's your secret sauce. And you can apply it to a number of things that you've done in your career, your life, like your own health, um, which is what I love about three uniques. Cause a lot of times people say, well, I don't know what makes me unique. Or I was really unique in this one thing that I did like in school when I was in grade nine, but I've never done it again. And it's like, really, you know, cause what I find is that there was probably times in your life and you can speak to this maybe more where you saw these uniques coming up, coming up, but then, you know, can I monetize like how this works in my career? Can I go for school for this? When did you start seeing some of these uniques coming up? Like, when did you start realizing it? Was it just like later in life where you're like, oh, a common denominator, it always equaled these three things? Or did you start seeing it earlier and just kind of when? 
Yeah. So for a couple of them, I've, I've known this about myself mm-hmm. for a while, you know, I think when it comes to say the, the holding space for people and really bringing, um, a level of simplicity to complexes, I've, I've known that about myself for quite some time. Um, and it did, it came up, you know, in mostly in work scenarios. Um, you know, I can think back to, you know, when I was a TV news producer and I remember I was like early twenties and my anchor was in her early mid thirties. And I remember her always saying to me, like, you are wise beyond your years. You are like so helpful, so calm. Um, you know, there's just things about that situation that I remember distinctly and thinking, okay, this, yeah, this is something that I hold, that I have that is special Mm -hmm. to me, unique to me. Um, so they've come up, yeah, they've come up throughout my life. And then I think, you know, with the kind of knowing which rules need to be shifted and which rules serve, that's something that's a newer unique for me. And it's come from uh, the work that I've done over the last number of years on my own mindset and, you know, my own beliefs about myself or say limiting beliefs that I may have had. And also doing the work to really kind of make that connection between mind, body, and spirit. And, you know, for, for quite some time, I had a big block between my head and my body <laughs> and, and stuff would get stuck up here in my head and I couldn't quite make it all synchronize and work. And I think it's because I was trying, well, I know, I know it's because I was trying to do things the way everybody else is doing them, right. you know, as I was seeing other people maybe being successful or whatever yeah. it was in relationships, like whatever. Um, and I would just go, Oh, that works for them. I should do it that way. Yeah. Right? So looking more towards the external versus like, actually yeah. I can create everything from within. Like I actually have all the answers. Yeah. 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 One of my biggest, you know, learnings and kind of the quote that stands, you know, really close to me that I keep, that I keep close to me is everything I need is inside of me. Yeah. Everything I need is inside of me. Yeah. And so, so I think, yeah, that one's kind of a newer one that I've, that I've just come to realize over the last few years, having done the work that I've done. Um, yeah. On mindset. And, and which is also really beautiful because I think sometimes again, and it's like people are searching for like what their strengths are, what makes them unique. And they think they should have like arrived at that when they were two years old. It's like, I think you're a great Testament. It's like, you're always learning, growing, uh, learning more about yourself, looking towards yourself, becoming more in- introspective. And as a result, being more authentic about like who you are and claiming those things. Right. Like, again, that unique that you talked about, about the rules piece, like maybe you did have that, but it was just sort of like buried down on there. And then now you've just been through your own learning and exploration, like claiming that for yourself as being like one of your uniques. So who's to say, you know, but I think that's a really cool thing. Um, has there been someone in your life that's been that sort of mentor or guide to you that's really like helped encourage you to step into your three uniques and like, you know, get them integrated and aligned into all these different areas of your life? Um, there are several people I would say, but I would say most recently kind of in the last, uh, last couple of years, um, I have a master mindset coach, mm-hmm. um, who has really, really, you know, made a huge difference in my life and just my understanding of myself and, um, kind of how I go through life as well. Just really, you know, one of the things that she said to me was, um, you know, release the how, right? Like, I know it's not unique to her and it's, it's, it's Becky Keen. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, 
she taught me, you know, release the how and also reminded me about that idea of everything I need is inside of me, um, which has been really important. So yeah, Becky's had a great influence in my life over the last couple of years. Um, I have a fantastic therapist. I love therapy. She's amazing and has done a very similar thing for me. Um, just kind of more on the therapy side of things. Um, yeah, like there's several, I have a, 13 year old stepdaughter who teaches me new stuff every day. Oh yeah. Teenagers. So, teenagers in the <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would say, I would say, you know, there's not just one person that I can pinpoint, um, but several people in my life who I'm really thankful have kind of guided me along the way. That's amazing. So you are coaching um, folks in the area of sleep and stress management. You coach folks uh, one-to-one and there's something that's coming up that's new, that's going to be out by the time this podcast comes uh, available for people. Do you want to share a little bit more about that for folks? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I have a new resource coming out. It's uh, the women's guide to um, the women's guide to waking up feeling well-rested, six steps to sleep better and transform your energy, focus, and attitude. And so if you want to go grab that, you can find it at rebeccavigalius.com forward slash six steps. And it's the number six steps, all one word. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Uh, it speaks to this idea that we talked about already of your sleep beliefs and perceptions, kind of one of the big things that is in there. Um, so yeah, encourage people to go and give it a try. Excellent. And besides your website, where else can people find you? Yeah. So come and hang out with me on Instagram is actually the best place to find me right now. Um, so I'm at Rebecca Vigalius. It's pretty simple. If you know how to spell my last name, <laughs> which sure the spellings in the show you'll notes. put that in the show notes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, so yeah, come hang out on Instagram. That's where I am primarily sharing, um, all that I love about sleep and stress management and the ways that you can kind of take it a step further if you want to. Amazing. I have one last question for you, Rebecca, that um, I know uh, you know about. And I'll just, yeah, I'll ask you, like, if you had the opportunity to have a billboard anywhere in the world and you could put anything on it, what would it say and where would you put it? So I went with my, like, gut on this one because um, I, I heard you say it and I was like, okay, <laughs> New York, Times <laughs> Square, I want a billboard that says, turn your lights down. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us more about that. I think, I yeah. know why, but tell us more. Yeah. So, and then, and then I was like, well, would it say turn your lights down or would it say, yes, you can sleep or would it say, you know, <laughs> go outside, but yes, turn your lights down. I feel like this is such an important thing that people don't realize. And it's, it's one piece, one really important piece of sleep hygiene um, mm. is making sure that we are staying in touch with our circadian rhythm. And so at night, we want to dim those lights to allow melatonin, which is our sleep hormone to right. do what it needs to do. It can only do what it needs to do in the dark. So, you know, I drive through my neighborhood sometimes at night coming home. I remember I said to my husband the other day, I just want to go and put a sign on everybody, like a little note on everybody's door that right. says, turn your lights down, you know, cause it was, I don't know, it was like nine or 10 o'clock. We're coming home from a hockey game and, right. and yeah. And I'm like, everybody's house is so lit up with all these bright lights. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, so, yeah. En environmentally it's better, but two, um, I know like, um, Denmark, Danish people, they talk about 
Hague. Well, I think it's called, I think it's called Hague or Hague, but it means like get cozy. Yes. Yeah. Like they've got these sort of principles around how to get cozy and they do um, a lot of like sort of candlelight or lights on dimmer. They stop using overhead lights at a certain time during the day, like five o'clock and they go to floor lamps or table lamps just because you've got the shade over top and it just adds like a different sort of like lighting perspective you know follow the animals like my dog like you've got a dog I'm sure like they're tucking in at like five between five and seven like they're getting cozy they're getting ready for bed and but we like stay up later right like with all the lights on tv blue lights going so yeah I think that's a really good idea all right so turn off our lights or turn yeah, our lights dim, down, turn our dim lights, the down. lights, turn the lights down kind of yeah. after sunset, after dinner, you know, just watch TV, whatever, like, you know, you do you, but keep those lights down so that you mm-hmm. can give yourself the best chance of melatonin kicking into gear and getting you that sleep that you need when your head hits the pillow. Lovely. Thanks a lot, Rebecca, for being on today and sharing your wisdom with us about sleep. Thanks for having me. And Everyone tuning in, remember to get out there and share your three links, just like Rebecca did. Uh, I always say this, there's 8 billion people on the planet and somebody needs what you've got. Take care, Rebecca. Thanks, everyone. Hi, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's guest on the Three Uniques podcast. Uh, As always, we really appreciate your time and your commitment to listening to our guests every week. And we'd love for you to be able to share this podcast with others and encourage other people to get out there and share their three uniques. So please take a few moments to like, share this podcast, leave a review and let us know what you think. And also let us know who you'd like to hear more from, uh, what type of guests you want us to bring on for future podcast interviews. Thanks so much. Remember, get out there and share your three uniques. There's seven and a half billion people on this planet and somebody needs what you've got. Take care, friends.